0: Leslie Stokes,
1: and we are on episode eight. Yes. Which we don't have a title for yet, but it'll have something to do with the keg, probably, because we our big segment this week is Leslie's report yeah. from the keg. I
0: just got back. Just got back. It was so much fun from Camloops. Yeah. From Camloops. Yeah. yeah. It was 29th annual Camloops um, Exploration Group meeting. Yeah.
1: So we do have a, a few few interesting tidbits coming from the floor up there, mm-hmm. and uh, but as usual, we'll just do a quick rundown on uh, metal prices macro. Yes, please. Then we'll launch into our. Uh, Oh no.
0: (laughs) Can you hear it?
1: I think we can maybe hear it. So they're doing some construction. Near us, relatively near to studio. <laughs> so, if there is a, a, a sound in the background that sounds like a dentist or something, that's what it is. Yeah. We're not broadcasting live from the dental chair or anything. Episode so. 8. Episode 8. So, we'll see if this actually runs. We'll technical if, difficulties yeah, last technical week, difficulties. and now
0: this week we have. Uh, I'm
1: just trying to make sure my microphone is pointed away from the sound. Yeah. Because these are, these are dynamics, so we'll see. Um, but anyway, so moving on, aside from the kind gentleman with the. Saw next door Maybe they're drilling.
0: Like. You know what? Most most explorers that would be listening to this have that humming sound yeah. of drills in the back of their heads anyway, so it <laughs> might just cancel out. It'll they won't get, even notice. They're just used to it. So They're it, it used
1: fine. to it. We're just not used to it. We need to we need to buck up here. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, we had a, a bit of movement specifically in copper this week. We'll get into that a little bit. Um, Gold also had a bit of a rough week. I think last week when we recorded, we were up around 12.50. Gold's now at around $1,227 an ounce uh, mm-hmm. when I walked into studio. Uh, copper's done a little bit better. Copper's up to two seventeen a pound, so that's good. <laughs> I'm still hearing this thing in the background. <laughs> and then uh, WTI also had a bit of a rebound. We'll talk about why as well. Uh, it's yes, up at $41.37 a barrel mm-hmm. when I, uh, again, came into studio. So that's apt to change because you will be listening to this on Monday, hopefully. Mm-hmm. We don't have to record again 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 <laughs> like bill murray all right so um, yeah a few few uh, few items of news from uh, from around the uh, the globe here uh, the central banks of canada and england announced they will not change their interest rates so no interest rate changes those those things aren't popular no base these days yeah. nobody's really doing much with them mm-hmm. um, so uh, yeah we did note that gold fell off gold uh, apparently slowed by a stock markets have been doing pretty well We've noticed the equity poun- uh, bounces. Uh, even some of the juniors are getting uh, some upticks here now. Definitely. So, yeah, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, China also uh, helped. Obviously, this will be uh, behind copper and some of the oil bounce. China reported that exports jumped most, uh, jumped the most they have in one year. So maybe the Chinese economy. But as we always say, any day take any data that comes out of China with a grain of salt, because. Grain of rice. Grain. Of, oh my gosh! I don't. Yes. Yeah, so like, but they they tend to. You know, there's always there's always questions about the the reliability of that data. Um. So yes. Yeah, so as a result of I guess strengthening markets generally, obviously gold uh, tends to run counter. So gold, gold flirted with the longest run of declines in almost a month this mm. week. Um, and then a metal we don't talk about that often, but uh, it, it's it's been a hot topic is zinc. Um, oh really? And zinc hit an eight month high. So zinc's trading at 81 cents a pound. That's not particularly good. I remember when, um, I think it was my dad and my brother worked in zinc. And they did this uh, Selkirk Metals deal, which was subsequently taken out by Imperials. It was at a buck and everyone was like, yeah. And I think it went as high as $2 during that zinc run back in, when would this have been? Uh, before I started here, so probably back in 2010 or somewhere around there. But anyway, so zinc's it's now at 81 cents, which is an eight-month high. Um, so uh, check out your zinc producers. I know that uh, front page this week we have a nice uh, article on Trevally, which is a uh, good Canadian pure zinc play. So do check that out. Uh, it's front page. I think Trish wrote that one. Let me double-check. She did indeed. Um, <laughs> and then as we talked about, uh, we mentioned the last couple of weeks, that upcoming OPEC meeting that uh, yes, we keep April harping 17. on. Yes, April big date um also there's the uh people talking about that possible uh production freeze deal between russia and saudi arabia yeah i have heard that just does not even gonna matter like most of those guys are the funny thing is like i hear uh, we can talk a little bit about oil it's kind of in our ball game um the thing i hear most about it is that most of those countries are running at near max capacity anyway so like even if they're like oh we're gonna freeze our production it's like well you're already Cranking out like the most <laughs> you could, anyway. So if you freeze the production, you're not really doing anything. Um, mm-hmm. And then a big, uh, big day tomorrow: uh, China releases uh, its first quarter GDP growth figures, Ooh, that's and tomorrow. yeah, March industrial production. So okay. we will keep our eye on that because that could lead to a further bump up in copper, and also uh, it's been having a good effect on oil. So and the dollar's been strengthening, so gold might take a little bit of a bounce, but. Um, uh, it's still you know well above twelve hundred, so we can't complain about that. So without further ado, let's get into Leslie's take on the Keg Conference because oh. we always want to let's talk about some BC exploration because that's our one of our favorite things over here at the uh, <laughs> Northern Minor Podcast. BC exploration,
0: BC exploration. No, um, I'm actually such a fan of Keg, and anybody who's listening over has an opportunity to go check this conference out is just fantastic i mean the stuff that you hear on the floor is priceless you know you you get a lot of like inside scoop of what's happening on what's going on and you get to meet people face to face it's really genuine and everyone's really happy and plus they always have the most interesting banquet dinners did you know that they always bring in i've
1: actually never been to this you've got to go no i know i should go go. (laughs) so
0: so they they um everything is always fantastic they brought in this year a magician a for ma- the bank rent. A magician? Yeah, yeah. And then a couple of years ago, they, they brought in a, like a hypnotizer. And he hypnotized, a hy- a hypnotized, <laughs> yeah, like A hypnotist. Yeah. And so it, he, he hypnotized everyone. I, I I was... This is like at their banquet? They yeah. They, oh, they do nice. it in the evening. And Bill Bennett's there. Oh, and, and Anyways, Bill. It's, it's... Yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Anyway, so um, please do make it out next year. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be the 30th and annual. And Minerals North is coming up, too. Minerals and North is, that, is, that is in coming Smithers? out May 18th, I believe, to 20th. Uh, that's around, yeah. That um, sounds yeah, right up to me. Smithers, yeah, right, so. yeah. So
1: that's another big one. We'll, uh, I think uh, a lot of the BCE guys will be heading up to that one as well. So yeah, that'll yeah. be uh, that'll be another interesting. I think that, one, that one's even bigger than Keg, isn't it? Well,
0: or it's not it's not so much technical, but oh, okay. it's more of like on the community Relations angle and, and relationships and, okay, okay. and CSR. Stakeholders engagement, and all that. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, and some some of the regional overviews of what's actually happening.
1: So big government presence in that
0: one. Yeah, sure. and like yeah. on the on the floor at Keg. Um, the past couple of days, a lot of people have been talking about this water permit for Which the you, drilling permit you essentially
1: broke, what, two weeks ago on this show, I think.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, yeah. Because I had a friend of mine who was applying for a water permit, and yeah. she's just like, oh my God, what is, well, I, I was applying for got, a drilling permit, and then she had to do this water permit thing. She's like, what is this? Where did it come from? And I was just, <laughs> I was like, tell me more. And I suddenly, happening?
1: subsequently got tons of calls, and people were like, can you tell me where that is in the BC yeah. Mines Act? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you
0: call Leslie, yeah. I have not looked it's, at it. It was issued from the Ministry of Environment okay. on February 29th. Have, yeah, 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 part yeah. of the Water Sustainability Act. And it doesn't just apply to explorers. Of course, it applies to any people who are using water. So, so not just the mining forestry, industry. Forestry, right? oh, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you own a well, you yeah. have to apply for this water permit. Mm-hmm. And so um, they've become like AMEBC found out about it after the fact. There's been a I lot think... of this
1: happening to AMEBC lately. They're getting. Yeah, like... it <laughs> they're getting. They're like, just... wait, what happened? Yeah. Oh, no. Better get it. Uh, better do some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damage <laughs> control. And well, because
0: effectively, yeah. what what would happen is is that like the Ministry of Environment was saying that it was going to take about 140 days, uh-huh. 150 days, turnaround on these permits. Now, and that then, seems, it,
1: what is there like a lot of study requirement? Like you have to. Do a well, everybody,
0: there's stuff? like hundreds of companies trying oh, to apply so for just these a backlog massive, massive backlogs, yeah, and right, of course, right. it's like a new new thing, so they have to work through all so the wrinkles. So nobody has one. Nobody has one. Yeah, nobody has one. And then we have, and it's like, you know, 140 days. So it's five months and the exploration season in BC is over. That's it yeah so everybody home, at keg was north. losing their mind <laughs> oh my god they were just like what's <laughs> happening
1: don't get between a geologist and his drill and his drill yeah oh
0: that's funny yeah, yeah dangerous unless yeah. yeah
1: so what so 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 it has happened this has happened already
0: this has happened and it's going through so um so the queue is
1: up everybody's putting their paperwork in everybody's
0: everybody's yeah. aware there's some people who've already made the application it's about a thousand dollars oh wow okay. straight up about yeah. roughly and then there's an annual rental fee depending on how much water you use. Now of course the thing is with these permits is that it requires specificity. And that's the problem with explorers in BC because a lot of times you have a five-year drill permit um, and that's valid for like a very broad area. And so you can and then, of course, there's water usage and all this stuff worked into that permit as it is. Yeah. But now explorers also have to get this water permit, which makes you specify what exact water drainage you're impacting, et cetera, et cetera.
1: And sometimes they don't
0: know. You don't know. You're drilling and all of a sudden you're just like, I'm just going to toss a drill over there. So everyone's freaking out. And then I was speaking to Minister Bennett um, at like the precursor to the big banquet and the magician. And we had a gap. Talking to the magician, (laughs) he's like, "I have
1: a really interesting insight into this water permit thing." Poof, and then he just disappeared, and I was left waiting for his insight, and he never reappeared.
0: That's kind of pretty much how every explorer right now feels, you know. um, But I was talking to Bennett, and he was saying officially that this is going to be explorers are going to be exempt for a year.
1: So, but he's talking from the Ministry of Mines side. He's talking Energy, from the Ministry of Mines so side. So, it's yeah. not, but it's not their thing.
0: No, but like he, he says that they're in discussions with MOE and, okay. and everything. Okay. So, explorers are exempt from having to do this water permit um, just for this year, but it will be issued like, you know, oh, the that's very week.
1: nice of them to not basically put the brakes on all exploration going on yeah, in the province sweet. this summer. Yeah. How kind of that!
0: I know. How Can very you kind.
1: Yeah, that's what you like our, our lovely government is like, wait that might just mean that absolutely no exploration happens this year if yeah. all these guys that's had, essentially what would happen because like if you had, like you said that would take up the entire field yeah. season essentially
0: And what about like the development projects like hetdium
1: yeah. Uh, I bet is it it's the same for those guys
0: too? oh well, I don't know yeah maybe it'd be, interesting maybe to it'd look be different for experience. something of producers yeah
1: the same with operating mines I I, I I get the impression this might have more to do with with earlier stage stuff but we will check in with our friends yeah. at... yeah uh, various mine operators around the province and see if they're dealing with this as well
0: if you've already submitted your thousand dollars I don't have an answer for that either yeah. I'm just like you're going to have to try to <laughs> get your t- money yeah, back now No.
1: oh good luck
0: it's like good good on it's them like, for being on the ball to get the water permit straight off the bat when it first comes out yeah. but then they're they're the ones that you're are, on the ball yeah.
1: and then you're like off it <laughs> and you're out. thousand dollars and you're at a thousand bucks like, good you know. work everyone okay, so, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. okay so I'm going so to be writing that out a big topic of conversation at Keg
0: big topic of conversation yeah Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. but, but uh, did they make the announcement that they'll be exempt at Keg
0: no Bill was supposed to mention it during the big dinner but he didn't so oh, I guess I guess I can write about it yeah oh yeah
1: oh yeah he said it he said it yeah so. and I'm sure he told everybody who's applying for the permit hopefully the government did yeah <laughs> so like oh by the way stop sending us a thousand dollars they're like oh yeah. to mention that. <laughs> by the way no refunds yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so what uh, what else is going on in the bc exploration game in terms of project is there anything did anything kind of catch your eye out there
0: oh yeah well of course like the the usual stories um the northwest bc is always a really great place yep. to start yeah there's been a big return of of people i guess as you know with ron nadalitski yeah yeah um larry negi with now with colorado resources That's right, yeah. everyone is flocking back to this area that they worked on when they were like Young blokes.
1: Yeah, same thing. Same kind of story. Not necessarily. Well, Rob McLeod at IDM, he's going back to uh, Rob. His yeah. hometown of Stewart. There. To yeah. Everybody like on on, uh, on building the Mind. So yeah, it's it's back to the uh, back to the roots for a lot of these. Well, guys,
0: right? and it's cool because Jeff yeah. Kaiba did a presentation during the conference, and he had a really wonderful quote. And I thought, gosh, it really applies to Northwest BC right now. And I'll yeah. and I'll share it with everybody. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it's no, okay. it's a quote by uh, T. S. Eliot, and oh. he says, "We shall not cease from exploration, and at the end." of it all of all of our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Um, and and it's funny because it's kind of he creates it as in um, you know looking back at old projects with a new set of eyes and coming up with new ideas. Yeah, and that's exactly what's happening right now. So all these people coming yeah. back and yeah. Colorado resources. I'm really excited to see the results from their five thousand meter program. I have
1: heard about this, but I'm not because uh, they're not at North Rock anymore.
0: No, they're not. They yeah. kind of like jump all over the place. These guys. They have do. Really
1: I, have a hard, I have a hard time big, getting track. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> And, like, one of the biggest um, criticisms that uh, Colorado gets all the time is um, how large the land package is. And in that part of the world, there's a lot of smoke and it's hard to stay focused. Now, do they
1: have the old, like, fireweed, Oz Minerals packages? Is that all around in the same area, too? I, it, it's, it's all up there. I know there's huge swaths of... But anyways, what, what are they actually drilling...
0: Well, this, this, year, this year, they've got 5,000 meters, mm-hmm. and they're going to be drilling, going back to the KSP property. Okay, the KSP. The okay. KSP is okay. 15 kilometers um, southeast of SNP. Oh, okay. But this property is 300 square kilometers large. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I mean, it, it basically covers, like, the guts of porphyry systems to, like, the golden branches of the epithermals, <laughs> like, yeah. from one traverse from the valley bottom to the top of the mountain. Like, there's a lot of different variety there. Yeah. And, I mean, if you were to stand on that ground, the cool thing is it's like there's over a hundred square kilometers of of mineralized talus everywhere and then you know the projects have seen like 40 operators of the past 50 years 100 assessments um you know and and there's gold anomalies in in the talus and soils you know going from uh 10 square kilometers of 500 parts per billion yeah so that's 0.05 you know grams gold and then Right now, they're focusing on INEL, which is this high-grade gold vein system.
1: So they're, now, they're, they're chasing gold now? No, they're chasing they're high grade. They're getting away from the copper stuff.
0: They're getting away from the copper, yeah, because, of course, like, you know, kind of market conditions. And Not I was speaking best. with Adam Travis yep. on the floor, and he was telling me that that's kind of the, the target now. Okay. So look at Inel. Inel has, like, basically one and a half square kilometer soil anomaly running at 1.27 grams gold.
1: Is it is it Greenfield completely, basically? No, it's
0: been drilled in the past historically, okay. but all that data was on piece of paper, like... <laughs> dumped in somebody's basement classic, and they they dredged it back up and they're like okay well yeah. let's take another look at it again again t.s elliott you know you return to the place um and you'll know it for the first time so i mean they're kind of going back at it with new eyes and it should be really interesting um and it's neat to see them change focus and of course because you know SNP is right so next they, door. they don't
1: have any old core up there or anything it's all just paper Essentially, just a paper trail have.
0: There was probably, like, a bunch of core of fire, just yeah. thrown everywhere. Yeah. And, all, so and they, forgotten uh, lost hammers in the bush. And did he
1: mention whether they were, like, redrilling some of the historic holes, or were they... No, he didn't give me any specific plan, okay. but he okay.
0: said that 5,000 meters will be focused um, at Inel, So they're still kind okay. of developing those ideas. Okay, cool. Because mm-hmm. I've heard it, there's
1: been some buzz around uh, of what they're doing up there this year, I've heard. I mean, I mean if you notice, their stock has been pretty... Uh, well, not, like, huge. Like, it's not, like...
0: Yeah, it's jumped a bit. It's Hyperbolic, jumped like ten cents or something. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, it's up about eight, eight to ten cents, I think, eighteen cents, and it was around just nine and a half maybe mm-hmm. a few months ago. So, so there is a little bit of buzz going on there. So hopefully we'll. Uh, are they up there now drilling? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. So probably have to wait uh, till a, little, a couple of the fall for yeah. results on those. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But we will keep our uh, keep our eyes on that. Um, and then anything uh, anything else uh, cool bouncing around at the cake outside of. Uh, Some uh, angry, uh, angry explorers yelling at uh, Bill Bennett there.
0: (laughs) Nobody was angry. Nobody was angry. Everyone was really happy, yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of laughing. I was like, next year I'm going to go and I'm going to get a t-shirt and I'm going to print out the forward-looking statement on the t-shirt and just walk (laughs) around in those. That's good. Everyone's so optimistic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all (laughs) forward-looking statements. All forward-looking statements. Yeah, I'm
0: like forward-moving statement. Yeah. I'm making statements. You're making (laughs) (laughs) statements.
1: That's good, that's good. (laughs) All right, so that's... I'll uh, get you one too, Matt. Yeah, I'll wear it for sure. Okay. I'll wear it. Everyone I know will be like, what does that say? And I'll be like, it's a legal disclosure. And they'll be like... And then teeter off s-. as you speak? Yeah, like, you're Listen.
0: such a tool, Matt. I always knew it. I always knew it.
1: Um, so yeah, so that's uh, that's cool. So, uh, what did Les, I miss here? Uh, in town. What's been going on? Um, well, I mean, we'll get to some of the more recent news in the tweet section. Uh, I had a few interviews going on here um, that, that were pretty interesting. So We'll uh, keep an eye out in the coming issues for Leslie's keg coverage because it will be rolling out as we move along here. So the next few issues should have some uh, some cool little keg stories in there, especially the water permit thing. We'll stay on top of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll stay with Gold. Uh, One of the uh, interviews I had. Oh, shoot. When did I do it? late last week, I think it was Friday, um, was I had a chance to drop by the Oxygen Capital Office, which is uh, Marco Day's group. Oh, yeah. And uh, had to sit down and a chat with Cal Everett, who's the new uh, president and CEO at Pilot Gold. And uh, a lot of people, if you've been in the business in Vancouver for any number of years, you probably know who Cal is. Uh, Because Cal, he's an economic geologist. um, And he spent a really long... He spent uh, between BMO Nesbitt Burns and PI Financial. He was in the... uh, capital markets game here for like 20 years right. and then he went on to form uh, uh axman capital which uh, a lot of people have done deals with he's done a lot of uh, a lot of in terms of financing but this is his first go at running a public company so the i, I let a few people you know in the in the community know that i was going to go talk to cal and they're like you gotta ask cal what the heck he's doing because like he's like was like essentially a power broker for a long time and like why is he running a company now like and so i asked him and i was like cal what are you doing like it's kind of like you're on the sell side or on the buy side, sell side. Why do you do and run into this public company? And so, what he told me is uh, uh, well, firstly, he said, I didn't have any hobbies. And I was like, funny joke. <laughs> um, so, he said, after 25 years on the sell side, he realized he missed it. And, and running a public company was one of the things he'd never actually done in this business. So, he, he thought it would be a good time to get into it. And one of the things that drew him there is he has a really. Uh, He's pretty bullish on gold. So Pilot, as we know, uh, anyone who's familiar with Pilot, they've got uh, gold plays in Utah and Nevada. They've got copper assets in Turkey, which we'll get into a little bit. Um, but so he uh, he feels that uh, he, we're looking at a prolonged and hopefully steady strength in the gold market. Um, and that's because, as he put it, we've gone through uh, rate, low interest rates for essentially eight years and he doesn't see interest rates going up. As we talked about at the onset of the show, they do not appear to be going up. Um, and so uh, he sees that as a, a kind of underpining this gold, a little rally we're having here. So he likes gold, wanted to get involved. And here's the interesting thing. So Pilot, and you've covered, you've done a little bit of work uh-huh. with them. You covered Hale-la- Laga and Hale-laga, TV yeah. Tower, which are their two, TV Towers a joint venture with Tech in Turkey. And Halilaga is another porphyry that's close by. Mm-hmm. So they spent a lot of time over the last few years um, on those projects. And also their Kinsley Mountain project that's in Nevada near Long Canyon. Where yes. He, and, Just so everyone has the history, um, the pilot's essentially the end result of the Frontier spinout when Newmont bought Long Canyon from them uh, a few years ago. So they ended up with all the brain power and and stuff like that. So um, interestingly enough, they've kind of rebranded themselves here and they're like, I talked to Cal and he was like, well, we love the Turkish assets, but... You know we got to take a step back and strategically figure out what to do with them right given caught the copper market like we just said and with there's colorado a lot of turmoil and, in turkey yeah right and there's political you mentioned the political uh yeah. political scenario um so they had two years ago people might remember this picked up a property called gold strike which you've also taken a look at oh
0: yes i did um from
1: took- cadillac mining mm-hmm. and that was about an all-share deal worth about 7 million and now all of a sudden this thing is their flagship so they hadn't done a whole whack load on the ground since they bought it. They were really wrapped up with, you know, Turkey and also Kinsley and all that kind of stuff. But now this year, Cal came in and he's like, "This thing, this is like awesome. He loves it. Like he's like, uh, he told me that when um, Pilot bought it two years ago, he was representing another group that was in on the bidding. Ooh! And so he was. He'd done all the due diligence on it, looked at it all through, and loves it. So he, they lost the bid. His group lost the bidding out to Pilot. But was still up getting won. it. But yeah, so then he's like <laughs> pilot. He's like Goldstrike was what brought me to pilot because I love right. that property. Cool. Um, and so you probably know quite a bit because you talked to Moira, who's their VPX and uh, yeah, G- was, head that geoscientist. That would be a while ago. Yeah. Um, on, Geos, uh, on Gold on Goldstrike, sorry. Um, she's really clever. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, she's, she's a
0: structural geo.
1: Well, she did a lot of the stuff I think on Long Canyon with them. I mm-hmm. think. Don't quote me on that because I haven't actually spoken to Moira. I only spoke to Cal. But um, so Goldstrike, uh, yeah, it was a uh, pass producing heat bleach mine between 1988 and 1994. Uh, it produced around 209,000 ounces at an average recovered grade of 1.2 grams. So it's a nice like that's a nice grade for oxide. Like we talked about, uh, Newcastle Gold and Richard Work and the guys doing Castle Mountain in California. So this is kind of a, a similar mining scenario where you're looking at good oxide grades, kind of throw it on a pad, figure it grinds out all that kind of stuff. Um, so Cal loves it. And uh, one of the reasons he loves it is because it, being a past producer, again, these, these are these assets. Everyone loves these, right? Because they got, like, whack loads of, like, drill data and blast hole samples. So uh, Moira and her team went through 1,500 historic drill holes and 100,000 blast hole samples. Wow. And uh, came up with this, like, 3D geological model of these old pits where they used to be mining. And now uh, cows come in. They raise $4 million. Uh, they're sitting on about almost $14 million. So they've got cash. So they're going to start out a little conservatively. They're going to run a 2.2 million drill program. Uh, I think it's starting. They've already actually released results from it. So they're out there drilling now. And he says 2.2 million, they can punch around 100 holes. So they're going to be drilling the heck out of it. Um, and they want to release a resource by the end of the year. So the way he explained it to me, and uh, I'm, I'm a finance guy, as you know, Leslie's a, more of the, uh, the rock brain on, this, on the <laughs> show here. But uh, he said there's 12 linear pits along a 7-kilometer strike um and uh what they're trying to do is they're basically starting where they know there's a there's mineralization. like he's like don't call it a deposit it's not a deposit so <laughs> so they're going to start from the, the center and work at step oh, out okay. along trend um so they're hoping that they can build a pretty good resource by year end and he says that's the goal um so the budget that 2.2 million is pretty fluid because if they start hitting crazy stuff they'll obviously be like well we have a bunch more money so we're gonna go drill the hell out of it um so they released uh released the first eight holes on april 12th when is when was that is that
0: that was yesterday or two days ago two days ago there we
1: go right Mm. breaking news
0: um so uh
1: 35 meters grading 2.1 grams gold per ton from 55 meters depth uh was kind of their big headline hole um, and that was in whole PGS 019. And then they also hit 30 meters of 1.07 grams gold from 143 meters depth. So there is some cover here. Like mm. they're, they're sort of, there's definitely going to be some, a little strip on that. So they're, but they're trying to, uh, in, you know, keep stepping out along trying to build a bigger resource yeah, for it. I'm just trying
0: to remember seeing the geology map and I was just like, you know, there's a lot of rivers well, and Well, it's drainages. that Great Basin
1: thing, the, the, the Great Basin region yeah. and it runs it's like, like literally like on on the nevada side there is long canyon and it's the shelf right there where um where the, they really focus their exploration because kinsley's in there too so they've really focused i think that's where sort of where moira is specialized like she's done a lot of work there yeah in that kind of region so there's kind it's of a baby. yeah on either side of the utah nevada border they're really focused on that but like cal said they're really looking at this gold strike thing as something that can uh sort of a company builder for them and really get the value going and they're another company that's like stock has gone (laughs) way up like all the gold guys since gold broke 1200 of all uh really benefited so i think they were at like uh what were they at 63 cents um and they're up 103 percent since the start of the year so they've gained about 32 cents on their stock since january so they're doing pretty well um so yeah yeah, and you said uh Interestingly, because Pilot had, had previously sort of been known as a prospect generator to a degree, right? Because they were doing JVs with tech and stuff. And Cal was telling me, he's like, yeah, the business model sort of changed because he's out aggressively looking for more deposits in North America that have, in his mind, a minimum potential of around a million and a half ounces gold. So he's out there shopping real hard. And he said, yeah, the money's there. uh He said, uh, when you look at capital markets, this is a verbatim quote now, when you look at capital markets, there's definitely interest in exploration in certain locations, and there's certainly a scarcity of product because nobody has explored much for the past four or five years. And we heard the same thing Richard Warp told me about copper, like Mm -hmm. when he talked about catalysts. And he also pointed out that we have seen a few, uh, it's been pretty busy on the mergers and acquisitions. So I recently for the precious metals, we saw um, Tahoe and Lakeshore, we saw um silver standard and cloud cloud resources so there's been a few people being picked up um so yeah so that's what's interesting it's a good uh good chat with cal he's an awesome he's hilarious he was telling me, do you know do you know pete bernier no i don't uh for prosper gold he was with richmond blackwater um did very well but anyways telling me great story about a trip they recently took up around east lake for hilarious guys just great guys so uh <laughs> Uh, they've been around forever, know everybody, like they both know my dad really well and stuff. So it's great. Yeah, pretty, everybody
0: here knows each other. We're a community. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a little, it's a small, small world. It's very right?
0: incestuous out here on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah. So check that out. It, it it will be running next week, I believe, because I just slipped it uh, onto the internet last night, I think. So, um if you want to check it out to uh, have a sneak peek, it's on our website. Uh, and it will be running in paper next week. So mm-hmm. um, and that's the other thing we this is a great segue. I have a great segue. <laughs> um, so we were talking about MA and and some of the deals. Oh yeah. And yeah. Leslie and had been uh had been following along the East Main, Columbus Gold, Juister Johnson, Mono Amano. I love it. Uh, it was so but much then fun. out of nowhere. Yeah. On the horizon, On another the horizon, ship came. The uh, the mass marketing machine that is Integra Gold. Integra came in Gold came and, and yeah. did did not have a TV special about this. There was no like. No. <laughs> there was not a t- It was there was no like they didn't like unveil it in like a, a hot air balloon or something <laughs> or like a, they didn't like charter a plane with a sign behind it. They they didn't do anything <laughs> super like. Super wild this time. I wish
0: they did. Yeah, me too. Like blinking just, lights or yeah, something yeah, on they, their they press release. They so. should just
1: have a YouTube channel where they constantly have like tagged and <laughs> shows on. Anyway, anyway. I, think well, I might I, be crying a little bit. Oh, I, I got I to stop digging it for, uh, <laughs> for Steve and, uh, and George there. Um, but uh, so, yeah. So why don't you give us a little uh, little insight on what Integra's doing and what, what sort of happened over there with uh, – because you talked to um, – all I talked to everybody. Yeah, everybody involved. Yeah. Everybody
0: involved, right? so. <laughs> yeah um, well, this all broke like last week. And what happened was, of course, as we know, Columbus Gold um, basically stole, like took a 2.2 stake in East Maine yeah. and uh, proceeded turned to try
1: to jack the board. Essentially, that's right. Because yeah. they
0: said that they weren't really they they've lost sight on how to bring value to the Clearwater property yeah. because the management has become so entrenched. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it turned into this really crazy thing. I was talking to Don Robinson. Johnson, um, isn't it? Or is it, what was it? Robinson? Robinson.
1: You, you'd know. I don't yeah.
0: Know. So I was talking to Don Robinson, who's the president of East Main. And he was like, you know, kind of freaking out because, I mean, th- this has never happened in his career. This like cashless, he called it, strategic takeover I like, a, That's what I said, right? Because I was like,
1: I've never heard of this either. Yeah. Like usually if a company's going to take over another company, they'll go for a hostile takeover where they try to actually bid for the share so the shareholder's contender. Right. These guys are just like, We own some of your stock and we want to elect directors. And I was like, we'll talk about uh, Taseco to too because there's some funny stuff here. Now. Oh, I but, bet. But, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so like like he, uh, they were saying, i would never seen that either. So Yeah,
0: and so like all this was happening and they had this annual general meeting coming up um, later this month. And so they were just like, you know, we're into this proxy battle. You have Columbus who's a dissident shareholder. Then you have East Main who's sitting on like a really sick property. It's really cool. Is it good? Okay,
1: this is- It's a gonna, cool property. I was going to ask you because one of the things off the record I'd heard from certain sources was like, Like, why are they fighting over that? like everyone's really? like I don't you know they're like I don't know about that project but you know geos they're, they, they, unless they're working
0: it they're, uh, there's so many geos are so we're, we're so weird <laughs> yeah,
1: judgy about I mean, other everyone's properties everyone's always
0: like talking yeah. about and then as soon as one person says oh it's a garbage property and then they'll be like yeah it's a garbage yeah, property yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. A and beer. then everybody's like garbage property and then they just take off you know and it's the believers that yeah. that are the ones that actually come up with something but, it, but
1: so so White Knight Integra wades into this
0: White Knight <laughs> I wish I used that in the article that's yeah. great Right. Yeah. Um yeah, so they came in a week after and basically did what Columbus was trying to do.
1: But they did a big equity
0: But they did it with a big equity. Big e- they bought nine point nine percent of East Main.
1: So they and then put like everyone on the board. The yeah. board's now just Integra.
0: Well, isn't? no, no, no. Stephen DeJohn. Yeah. And, John and, George, is and there. George Salamis. And George Salamis. He's director of Integra. And George is the geo. Now, the cool thing was that when I was talking to the buys, I was like, so does this mean that they're going to have this like Are you merge the treasure companies? trove yeah. of, of gold rush data from yeah. their last competition? And uh, because the geology at Clearwater, mm-hmm. right, and specifically the Eau Clear Deposit that East Maine has, um, is very, very similar to Sigma Lamac.
1: Now, did you look, how close are these things together?
0: Oh, they're very far. Like the they're, districts, like yeah. totally different oh, okay, districts. Okay. Yeah. But, so, but they're both in Quebec. Yes. Yeah. So um, you have the Clearwater property is really close to Gold Corps, Eleanor. Oh, okay. I remember But that. it's geologically yeah. it, different. But it's just like... It's Uh, more like Lamac, but it's more like Lamac. So it's it's um, Lamac. Sorry, my gosh, Lamac. (laughs) Lamac. So um, I'm Levrang on that pronunciation. (laughs) So um, yeah, it's a vein-hosted ore body that's following along the edges of a dice swarm, um, and that's basically what Sigma is. Yeah and they have a really large property um, it's 200, 200 square kilometers for the clear water so there's and the, these dikes these dike swarms go everywhere on the property so it's had very little work in the past in terms of exploration, modern style. So Integra really believes that they're going to be able to crack that one open too, and they want to get a part of it. And, and I asked and them, I said, is this your first stake in a junior? And apparently it is. So yeah, for Integra. Yeah, for Integra, yeah. 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 They've never done that before. And it's usually people taking stakes in them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. yeah. So, but he says, Stephen was saying, you know, this is not going to distract them from Triangle. They're going to be smashing out the work there this year. Um, um, and this is just so, something else that they're um, going to be able to contribute to.
1: Is uh, management staying pretty much intact at East Main now?
0: Um, no, they, they're, they're, they're like they're it, appointing um, people to the board. Okay. So okay. this is going to be voted on in, in the next meeting. At the meeting, okay. Um, and who's going to be who. But oh, okay, Don Robinson okay. has decided to step down. Okay. So he was going to serve as an advisor to the company. Because I know there's a
1: technical m- committee they're forming now, right? Yes. It's one of the things they're doing.
0: Yeah, and, and that's really exciting. Like I said, they gotta access to that gold rush data. Oh, so all you uh, all, all you experienced
1: explorers out there in Quebec, there may be a job opening. Yeah. Send your resume to Stephen Dijon. They're going to be
0: ramping up work. I <laughs> no, know. Now they're going to get like
1: 80 resumes because I like yeah. said that on the podcast. <laughs> like Matt, oh, fish clinch.
0: Yeah. Terrible. And so uh, Robert Justra from uh, Columbus oh, yeah, issued his, out his immediately statement. after <laughs> that. He's really he's really stoked. Um, he was a little bit of a backhanded. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was so backhanded. It was I read so it. backhanded. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just
0: gonna state it here. Yeah, so Robert Justra came out the day after Integra said yeah. that you know we're gonna take care of this. Blah blah blah. Um, Don Robinson steps down, and Robert Justra says it is a victory for shareholders everywhere when blockages are removed so that investments can be set on course to realizing their full potential. And they're mm. happy. I was like, well, I don't know what to
1: and they She's subsequently trying. sold their shares probably we don't know that actually I actually don't I
0: don't know good question We'd now, have to check I would. That. I don't know Like I would, I'm kind of excited I'm, I want to see what Integra is going to be able to do in terms of So,
1: but first they need to get this, the meeting out of the way get management sorted out and yeah. all that kind of you stuff got that, they
0: they've it. got like I, I think 12 million dollars in treasury after all this closes uh, Integra, like 6 East, million East Main, East Main. so East Main. 6 million and then they also completed a 5.1 million That's right. That's right. Um, financing as well so they're totally cashed up
1: like, the, the Clearwater's not their only property right they no have they've a, got a bunch of other ones they've got so many properties yeah, yeah. They are, they're like one of those guys who has like like massive, what i was saying yeah like a mass amount of property holding the thing
0: it what you know what drives me nuts Matt. yeah in life this is my rant <laughs> in life this you is know, not just in mining it it's is like when, when i'm sorry but when junior explorers get so much land they don't know what to do with it and uh it's like it, it's it's like the age-old saying um you know if you want to have an area play you gotta have area players. But then if these yeah. companies take all this land and nobody else can come in Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: So. Well I mean from a I, I I've heard the sale pitch on consolidation, like what O'Ban and Osisko are saying mm-hmm. about what they're doing and how having it on un- all that land under a banner of a group that can actually raise money and therefore explore it versus having it all partitioned off amongst a hundred juniors who can are all scrambling to for the same dollars, yeah. right? So, I can see why you know in a, in a oh, down market. I can market. see that too, but yeah. I should,
0: just as long as the juniors are able to actually do the work that yeah. it deserves, you yeah,
1: know? yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And I mean, that's as the I'm market gets see. better, I think more of these will end up being spun out and you'll see more, um, sorry, uh, independent deals on some of these larger land packages as markets get better and more people can raise money, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's kind of how the sec- sec- Cycle of the industry. I was going to say cyclicality. I don't know. If that, is that a word? Oh So is that a word though? I don't know. John will totally let me <laughs> know. Our editor John let me know. Like Matt, you used a fake word on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, but that's how it goes. You know, with down markets I things do that all the time. get consolidated. Up markets people start spinning things out for premiums, yeah. thereby making money. So. Uh, yeah, so take a look at uh, – is that out yet, that article? No, on?
0: I put it out. I sent it off, but it's going to be coming out probably this week, I would assume. Perfect.
1: So, uh, yeah, check out our coverage on East Main, Integra, and Columbus, who have kind of taken a back seat now, I assume. Um, and, yeah, staying on hilarious proxy shenanigans. <gasps> yes. Um, today, just just earlier uh, earlier this afternoon, or actually earlier this morning, um, Raging River, who is the, uh, the guys who are just – absolutely duking it out verbally with Desico like it is a it is an ugly 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 situation like they are just like you suck you suck you suck more. <laughs> so um so i no i hopped kinda. on i hopped on this conference call cuz a or the webcast or whatever the heck they were doing a i wanted to see who all these guys were cuz like Ra- raging rivers had mostly one spokesman thus far um but there is actually some some of the guys on there Impressed like who they were, sort of impressed me. I didn't know they had Raging River had some pretty big guns behind them. The first guy I'll point out is Henry Park. And he's been a fund manager in New York, and analyst. Um, people who've done uh, any sort of uh, marketing tours in, in the States or in the New York area probably know him. He worked for Electrum Strategic Resources. I don't know if he still does, That's but that's Tom Kaplan's, who's a big, big guy. Uh, his uh, sort of investment arm, and he was a commodity a- analyst for Soros Fund Management, George Soros. He's a big he's a big capital guy in New York. So that sort of impressed me. So I'm like, oh, there's some money behind this. And I kind of should have known that because Raising Rivers hi- hired, I think, Faskin Martineau, which is a big law firm, Ooh. and they've hired Kingsdale Security Services, who's like um, the big mean proxy persons who so they come in and like win proxy fights that's their thing um so yeah so henry park's involved and i know him i've uh just through some of the deals that he's done um the other guy that i know we probably know or everyone probably knows his name is paul blythe because he was the founder and ceo of quadra fnx which was bought by kghm in 2011 for 3.3 billion so he's 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 done some big deals as well um and then the third individual uh, that sort of caught my eye was uh, Randy Davenport, and he's a, he's a mining engineer that was with Phelps Dodge Freeport for 22 years, so he's sort of their technical muscle, reviews all the 43101s and all that stuff. So I hopped on this thing, and, and you know it wasn't like they were saying "too too much new. The interesting thing for me, and this is another sort of I don't know if it's the f- it's the first for me. I'll say that. I don't know if it's like breaking any barriers here, but that like you don't usually see the people on the proxy side doing conference calls. Like people can just phone in and ask them questions. And I was like, I've never like I was hoping who would phone in and be like, ah, yeah. and it would be awesome, and I could record it and we could run on the podcast. People would be swearing, and I could use the bleep.
0: I know I've been bleep, waiting bleep, to bleep. Drop, uh, yeah. drop. it. we'll have to
1: interview someone who's get a you lot. know
0: I get that asked a lot at Keg. They're like, do you guys ever swear on podcasts? I'm like, not yet, but we're, we're professionals. We're professional. Of course we're we're not going to swear, but like if we drop it by accident, then yeah, long ago
1: during my media training, they had, they hooked me up to an electric shock thing. And if I swore, I got zapped. So (laughs) eventually I learned not to swear on air (laughs) live or recorded. Um, so yeah, so I, I hopped on this thing and there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a ton, ton new here. Um, I'm actually waiting to hear back from to for a response on some of this stuff. Um, the big thing that they were stressing is, is they're really worried about a debt overhang. Uh, there's about 270 million of debt maturities are due in 2019. So they really want to clean up the balance sheet. They also hate the Florence copper project in Arizona. <laughs> they think it's high risk. It, it's just a bad investment. The same with the alley thing in BC. Have you heard, or I don't know if it's oh, in BC, but it's that. a n- neo Neobium. Right. Ew, deposits. So they're like, why are they spending money on this stuff? Like, ah, oh, angry, angry old engineers. Um, so yeah, so they're worried about the debt. Uh, they're also worried about um, well, they talked a lot about prosperity, right? Like new prosperity and how uh, Taseko is suing the federal government. And they're like, why are you doing that? Stop suing the regulators. And so they're like, they feel like a management change might uh, be able to get kind of prosperity back on track, permitting wise. So they talked a lot about corporate governance and stakeholder engagement and how they don't feel like uh, Taseko's current board and management has gone about it sort of the right,
0: mm. <laughs>
1: particularly s- civilly, if, if you want to use that. <laughs> so they, they went on and on and on. I mean, there's nothing, nothing particularly new. They've released a lot of this stuff. It was just funny to hear them um, hear them actually, you know, get out there, and talk to people directly and also open the lines for questions. Um, so it was kind of funny. You can actually find it online. If anybody's really interested in hearing this, it's kind of, it, it's interesting if you're into like corporate gu- just makes me sound like such a nerd. If you're into corporate governance stuff, <laughs> search uh, "Raging River uh, Webcast" Ford, on, on your Google <laughs> with my forward-looking taste. Oh no! This and uh, you funny. can pop it up. But yeah, so again, the uh, the big date for uh, for the Taseko Raging River showdown is May 10th. Um, so I may or may not put something out on that. Uh, if if you're into technical uh, technical stuff, Randy Davenport, who's the mining engineer from Freeport, went into a really big breakdown of of the mine plans at Gibraltar, which is to big mines, and why he think they may have messed up there. Mm. And then also, uh, the, uh, Henry park, who's a big uh, commodity guy talked about how they should restructure their debt. And, uh, so they have, they had a bunch of, they like actually like, uh, f- like presented to seco with like a bunch of questions that they want to ask. So they're like, these are the questions we would ask the board if we were on the board. So they were, though they're interesting guys. So, so there is some, uh, you never know with these proxy competitions whether, like, if you look back at the Fission one that we covered oh, yeah. earlier this year and it ended up just being one dude by himself with, like, no financial backing trying to challenge his company. That went away very quickly. So you, you really just want to see who's involved because, like, either, you know, it's a serious threat to the company or it's just some dude yelling in, in the street, essentially. So these guys <laughs> look on paper like quite an impressive collection of dudes. So Tosico right. might have their hands full here. It'll be interesting to see them. Uh, waiting to hear back from them. So that's uh <laughs> that's that's remains on my radar as per usual. Um so yeah, that's uh that's one of the uh one of the things we'll be keeping an eye on. Um and then Toceiko just sent me a news release.
0: When just right on? now. Right now live on air. Ooh. <laughs>
1: This is so funny after what we were just talking about. So, Tosico sends out this press release shortly after this podcast says, Florence Copper achieves important milestone. State of Arizona issues temporary aquifer protection permits sets date for public hearing. So, the Erasing River guys will be livid because they think that project is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and Tosico, meanwhile, is doing going ahead with it. Um, I've actually covered quite a bit of that. I, it, I, I don't have a huge opinion on it because um, it's one of those in situ kind of things and they're so rare those co- in-situ copper the in-situ in copper like, you know the, we the, had a
0: bunch of people write that on the newspaper a little while ago oh Remember that's right that? yeah and yeah like, The. Uh, but it's not that common for copper it's only common for copper if if it's like um. it has to be a specific system it has a stope like yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. stope it's already in mine it's already been like broken up well, whatever it has up, to whatever. be oxidized
1: or it has to be a, one of these huge un- underground oxidized, oxidized yeah. systems right yeah. so interestingly yeah so I mean the big overhang on Florence in my experience covering it has always been the sociopolitical political stuff they've been dealing with down there so interesting to see uh, we will 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 uh, keep our ears open if to see who comes out with any sort of like rebuttal to the uh the webcast that <laughs> the raging river had it was it was just I'm sitting there and I'm like I can't believe these guys are doing this I'm like I'm like usually like these things are relatively closed like behind closed doors like like the East Main Columbus one was was more public than usual cuz the guys were doing interviews like usually if you if this stuff's happening and you call anyone they'll be like no 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 just Talk to our well, media relations guy or whatever, right? Yeah. This one's like, we're having a conference call. Eh, middle fingers everywhere. I'm like it was crazy. <laughs> anyway, so it, it, keep an eye on that. And if you do want to tap into the conference call to see what Raging River is all about, you can do that. Like I said, it's online. Um, so yeah, let's do. It's that time.
0: Yay!
1: Yay! I love Sound of the birds. The Sound it of is spring after all. I still want to. Uh, it is. They are very. They are very. Uh, I've had a lot of good feedback about the bird noises on. I on love the, the bird podcast. noises. And the doorbell last week when you were knocking on the door. I know everyone like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so <laughs> time for tweets. I do want to do the thing you said where we change like the noises from Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Yeah, maybe we'll do that attacked. for our Halloween special. Oh, Halloween! <laughs> oh, there'll be so many sound effects on that one, <laughs> like wolves howling in the background. I was
0: like, talking, you know, I was talking to Bill at the cake, Bill yeah. Bennett, Minister of Energy and Mines, and I was like, you know, Bill, next year for April Fools you and I should do something. And he's like, what should I do? It's like, I don't know. He's, he mentioned, he's like, I'll, oh, I'll just announce no mining in BC <laughs> as April Fool's joke. Oh my God. And he's going to issue, issue a press release. Really oh good. my God. I died laughing. It was oh, the that would just be so bad. Ben has a, or Bill has the best sense of humor.
1: <laughs> All right. And without further. Oh, d- right. I do again. I do. I do. That's not the right word. Or is it? Oh, anyways, whatever. We're rolling <laughs> on through here. Truck on. Uh, so tweets, um, Alright, so a few interesting things this this week. Javier Blass, who is a Bloomberg correspondent, uh just uh updated us we had been talking a little bit about all the bankruptcies in uh American coal. Oh and now uh coal giant peabody files for chapter eleven bankruptcy. So down goes another domino in the
0: uh You can always put a little domino yeah, sound.
1: In the coal yeah oh no. <whistles> I
0: feel <whistles> we just did it. <laughs>
1: so nice. Bad. Um, and then another one I had was from at uh, BDL Live. Um, breaking news in Copper Zambia debates bill to cut mi- mining royalties to f- but to between four and six percent. So that'd be good for our pre- First Quantum over there. That are uh, what's this the Sentinel that they have? I think. Oh in, yeah, the in Sentinel Zambia. Center. So yeah, so there's some uh, Zambia's Parliament is is set to Centennial. debate. The yeah yeah the amended mines bill, which proposes to reduce copper royalties to a variable tax of between four percent and six percent, depending on copper prices. Mm. So that might come through and help uh, mm-hmm. everybody out. And then here we go, innovation station. Oh, yes. okay. I have one for this week. Matt really um, likes these stories. This one isn't quite. This one isn't quite as cool, but it kind of links into what we were talking about last week. Hilariously, so uh, minelec, um, which is uh, sort of a tech tech uh, focused thing, uh, tweeted, uh, "Wow, self driving mine trucks can run er, can run stably at 90 kilometers per hour. That's pretty fast for uh, for truck something that's is unmanned." And we were just matter. talking about Google cars unmanned cars hey the mining industry Google could take a, <laughs> take a few tips from the mining industry we can we can run giant trucks at 90 kilometers, 90 kilometers. Yeah, yeah. gotta so, get
0: to the mill gotta get to the mill yeah gotta exactly to mill.
1: and we talked about how, uh, how a lot of those automated trucks are really like they're all over the place now a lot of the big mines are using oh, yeah. automated technology so that's cool um, and then uh, the helmet news I don't know I'm not twitchy who that is but they just tweeted uh, just in new Saudi gold mine starts producing um, so this mine, it's, uh, it's Madan, which is the Saudi Arabia's largest mining company. You may be familiar to our listeners because, uh, they formed a joint venture in 2015 with Barrick Gold, uh, wherein they bought, uh, 50% of Barrick's Jabal Sayad uh, project for $210 million. So they just started, uh, Saudi Arabia's newest gold mine. So it's, uh, going to produce 180,000 ounces this year. So pretty big. Wow. So. Yeah. Interesting no stuff. Idea. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of our tweety, Tweety things for the week. So, um, yeah, then that pretty much, I think, wraps up the show.
0: Sure does. Sure does. another week.
1: All right. Well, uh, everybody stay safe, and uh, we will uh, catch you next week. Yeah.